0: back to another episode of this Dad Does Disney Podcast. I am your host, Jason, and today our goal is to talk about Universal. So recently, my wife and I went to Universal. And if you can tell by the title of this, it goes, I went to Universal during a pandemic, right? So I started off season three with a very similar episode where I went to Disney during a pandemic. And we're going to use a very similar format to what we did there and just kind of talk about like pre-thoughts before we went on this vacation, what we experienced during this vacation, and how do we feel after this vacation? Because I think it's really important right now that obviously we're in a national pandemic, and a worldwide pandemic, and I know people have nervous feelings and things like that. So I know episode one was a big help for a lot of people. So I really wanted to collect my thoughts, really talk to my wife, and kind of reflect on this trip and share what my experience was so a couple things before we really get into it so i want to set the stage for you my wife and i are travel agents uh we work for a company uh magical travel right Uh, we were very fortunate to be comped a room and tickets by universal Um, so With that being said, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to give my opinions. I'm going to have a bias, but I just want to also be transparent when giving you the information in this video that we did get benefits being that we went to Universal on the behalf that we didn't have to pay for Aruba tickets. So just want to give you that piece of the information. The other thing I want is honestly, I'm going to give you my honest opinion about my trip and how I felt and how me and my wife felt. Um, We did not take our kids with us. So it was just me and my wife that went. Uh, We spent three days on Universal property and we went to Islands of Adventure and Universal and we stayed at Cabana Bay. So before we deep dive into the trip itself, I want to talk about where our heads was and kind of what were we hearing before we went to Universal. So, like I said earlier, we did go to Disney World pre- before this, during the pandemic, and we made an episode about it. To be honest, I heard, a, I, I heard not really great complimentary things about how Universal was handed in the pandemic versus what Disney did. And, I, you know, obviously, if you want to know my review about what Disney did and is still continue to do during COVID, like, please go listen to that episode and you can kind of get a better idea what this is. But, you know, I was kind of watching vloggers and I was seeing videos and I was hearing certain things about maybe Universal was a little bit looser with their guidelines. They weren't strictly enforcing the things that Disney was enforcing. So when we had this cool opportunity to go to Universal, I... I was a little nervous. I was like, I, I don't know quite what we're getting into. I don't know what it's gonna look like, and I was just I knew that obviously with my kids not coming with me, I could I can control situations a little bit better, right? Where kids will grab and reach and do whatever you want when your back's turned, and then obviously mass moments and stuff like that, where two adults going, my wife and I, like we we you know have hand sanitizer, we're disciplined. We're constantly thinking that, hey, we're in a theme park with COVID. Like we need to be tactful and thoughtful about our processes and how we do things. So leading up to our trip, you know, it was kind of like, okay, make sure we have enough masks. So, uh, you know, you never want to go to any type of vacation or any type of overnight stay if you have to go anywhere, right, Um, with one mask. Like you want to have several masks. So you can wash it, stay sanitized, you don't get a funky smell. Like you wanted to do that. So we were kind of thinking about like this is very similar prep work. Do we have enough, you know, supplies to go? Do we have hand sanitizer? Uh, do we, uh, you know, do we have proper face masks? Do we have, you know, all the things that we were kind of going through. The day leading up to our arrival to Universal, um, I was a little nervous. I'm just going to be very honest with you. I, I didn't know what to expect. I knew what Disney had to offer, but like I've always said on this podcast, I don't want to always compare Universal to Disney. I understand they're both theme parks. I know they're very popular. I know they're both in Orlando. They're miles away from each other. But you have to remember, it's two separate companies with two separate vision and purposes and two separate goals in mind. So to say that, yeah, they're in the theme park business, yes, there are competitors, but there are different people making different decisions. And sometimes that's for the better for one party. And sometimes the other party doesn't do that well. So I I don't want this to come off as Jason's comparing Universal and Disney, but unfortunately there is gonna be some comparison because we are in a pandemic, right? So we get to Universal and the first thing that we noticed uh, was the temperature checking station. Um, As soon as you walk onto the property, there's a security guard there ready to take uh, your temperature. Um, so no problem. My wife and I go over there and we notice one thing right on the spot. If you're staying on Universal property, um, you will take your temperature inside of your resort. Once you arrive there and once you're leaving there for the first time for the day, like just your first, I guess, entry into the lobby, um, you'll take your temperature at that moment and you'll get a wristband, just a little... I'm trying to think like a paper wristband, right? Uh, that paper wristband will indicate that your temperature was taken by Universal and you were good to go in the parks. So if you are driving there or commuting there or whatever it is, you will have to go through the health screening when you get to the park unless you're staying on property and you go through the health check at the desk then you don't have to go wait in that line. When you arrive at the park, I can show them my wristband and I'm good to go. Same thing with buses. Like when you get to the bus stop, show them your wristband that, hey, I've done it. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're good to go. So they don't have to do the check. Um, I thought that was convenient. I thought that was really nice and simple. Um, well done. Sanitized. I mean, taking temperature is pretty standard now. So it was no problem. Made it quick and easy. But I like the touch that I don't have to go wait in three or four other lines because it was taken and I'm good to go. And it's another perk of staying on property. And I was like, okay, this makes sense. I kind of like it. Of course, we get to our room. Everything's sanitized, clean, spectacular, nice room. I guess two standards of how I would expect during COVID. Uh, remote's gonna be wrapped in plastic. Um, nothing's reused. Everything's fresh. Obviously, plenty of reminders that hey, we don't want room service in your room. All the all the same precautions that you normally get, right? And then the moment comes, right? You got to go to the park. So transportation, what does transportation look like at universal during a pandemic? So we took the bus and I will tell you this. I was impressed with the bus. I thought the bus system was really, really well done. Um, And what I mean by that, where at Disney, when you get on the bus, there's safety providers that are up and that's good. And that's, you know, I, I think that's, kind of price of admission, right? That's kind of the standard that uh, what you should do. But what I noticed about Universal was during peak times when they knew it was going to be busy on bus, you had a bus driver and then you had another employee riding on the bus sanitizing. And I thought that was a really nice touch and a really nice like procedure to do to ensure that everything is clean. So what would happen is the bus would pull up and everybody would get off, that employee would get up from their spot and clean all the seats before you can go back onto the bus. I, th- I like that. I thought, and, and look, they didn't have it on every single bus, like I told you, it was peak times. So, like, you know, if we went in 10 a.m. and everybody's already at the parks, it could just be the bus driver, no problem. But no, early in the mornings and later in the evenings, they had two employees out on the bus. And I thought, that's pretty cool. I, I, I really thought that was a nice little safety feature that you know, it was being sanitized and it wasn't on the bus driver. The bus driver has enough going on, right? So I just thought that was a pretty cool strategy by Universal, okay? So after that, we arrived at the parks, right? And once again, you know, there's a health screening station. I showed them our band. We're like, hey, we've already, you know, done it. And they're like, yep, no problem. You're good to go. And you go through your normal screening of like metal detector, all that stuff, right? And then you get into the parks. And we went... We had pretty good weather. We had a couple of rainy moments in Florida, right? We get it. Um, But first initial reaction of crowd levels, it wasn't crazy. It felt it was steady. Don't get me wrong. It was not a slow day. I don't want to say that we walked on everything and did whatever we wanted as quickly as we wanted, but it didn't feel, it felt like it had restrictions, which is a good feeling when you're walking up and you're like, it doesn't look like a mob of people going crazy. That's a good feeling. You're like, okay, cool. Like, I never had a moment when I was in Universal due to crowd levels of, oh, I need to spread out. And I heard that that was a problem that maybe Universal wasn't doing such the best job of regulating reservation passes and stuff like that and making sure that, you know, they weren't letting too many people. We we were there for three days, guys. I never had that moment. I, I didn't. Now my, my 72 hours is a window of time that I've believe me, I've seen the videos and heard, but I thought crowd levels were handled. Excellent. I, I really, really good job. Like I, I felt safe. I didn't feel like it was overrun. Um, I will tell you this. It was nothing like a Disney Springs where I feel like Disney has nailed it. When it comes to the parks, Disney Springs can sometimes get kind of crazy. Um, I, I experienced that before I did not have that experience at universal. Um, now obviously there's bottlenecks and things like that, that possibly come up and you're like, okay, you get out of those places, which it's inevitable. You have to really think about that. If you're going to a theme park during a pandemic. They are, they're going to be places where bottlenecks happen. And if you don't know what bottleneck means, it's kind of a narrow pathway where if people are going through and what you want is team members and cast members to encourage people to move quickly in those places because you don't want to stand too long and obviously, you know, make a greater chance of anything spreading. So, um, but overall crowd levels were not a, not, not a bad thing. I thought it went really, really well. They don't have a fast pass system, but what they do have is if you stay on property, you have extra hour to go to the parks and enjoy the parks before it's open to the public. I cannot recommend this more uh, for two reasons. Obviously social distancing was great. That one hour before the park was open, it was a ghost town. You could literally ride just about anything. The other thing is Haggard, is the ride at Universal right now. And if you want to take advantage of that, you have to stay on property. It was just we 20-minute wait, maybe, maybe, like sometimes 15. It was just so well done. Like I, I just think if you are someone who is traveling to Universal and you are worried about social distancing or crowds, stay on property get that extra time. it's it's fantastic. like you should do it and it's it comes with your resort. You don't pay anything extra for it. and it will put your mind at ease, I promise you. So yes. so I thought that was really, really worth staying on property for was that. So um, so ride queues during those times, five to ten minutes, do pretty much anything you want. I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was good. When the park would open up to the public, Obviously a spike would happen when he first opened Of you know, anywhere from one to two hours after open. It would get up to, you know, 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes per ride. But other than that, guys, it never got crazy. And I don't know if it was crowd levels. I don't know if we lucked up and went at a really slow time. But I think the longest I waited in a line with Blair to ride a ride was probably Minions. Despicable, yeah, Minions, where we waited for about 30 minutes. Um, Now, obviously, they have the same, I think, procedure in place where they're overshooting cues. I, I saw Minions get to 60 minutes. Haggard got to, obviously, 70 minutes. Uh, But what I was hearing is it, what it the wait wasn't as long. I think the closest one corresponding-wise was Haggard. I think Haggard, if you were in line for 70 minutes, you could probably be in line for an hour. Like that was, that was it, but everything else was generally pretty much pretty overkill, but not crazy overkill where I felt like with Disney, there was times that it said 70 minutes, but I rode the ride in 25, 30 minutes where here it's it said 30 minutes. It was going to be probably around 30 minutes, sometimes less, but I thought uh, the ride cues were well maintained. And another thing that I enjoyed that universal did was their ride cues, they would have a team member bring hand sanitizer to you. So I I think Disney did a wonderful job with hand sanitizer too. So it's really just two different strategies where Disney had stations everywhere. Universal had stations, but they also had just cast members walking around like, Hey, here you go. Hey, here you go. Wiping stuff down. Um, It was more team member driven and like, I I guess more the art of seeing and having a human approach, another human with it, where it was a lot more mechanical at Disney. Nothing's wrong. I think both are very successful. I think both of them get check marks on that. But uh, ride cues were great because you had a team member coming up to you, putting hand sanitizer in your hand, cleaning up. You saw them cleaning at all the times. Like it was never a time that I felt icky or anything like that. I, I, I really was pretty impressed. So with that being said we're going to take a quick break and talk about our sponsor want to talk to you about traveling with the bros traveling with the bros is a travel agent duo team of blair and i and we are here to book your vacations right now COVID is confusing COVID can all these protocols and things changing and there's websites and Disney and universal pump out information. And it can be a lot. If you want to travel to Orlando safely, partner with us as your travel agents, we will make sure that you obey all the safety protocols, give you all the tips of how to travel with kids during a pandemic and ensure that you know all the information, how to keep you and your family safe during this magical time. So we, our services are 100% free. It's super easy to get in touch with us. Find us on Facebook at traveling with the bros B R A U D S, or you can go ahead and email us. Uh, email us on the Facebook site directly. We'll respond in minutes and we want to help you plan during this uncertain time, the most magical adventures at universal and Disney possible. So if you are even considering going, and 2020 is still here, but even 2021, talk to us today. It doesn't cost you a dime. It doesn't commit you to anything. We're here to serve you and ensure that you have the best vacation that you and your family deserve. Thank you. So mask. So how was the mask policy? It was there. Obviously, it was talked about if you were in queue or if you were around a team member, of course, they're going to say, hey, put your mask on. It's more of the honor system at Universal, though, where I feel like Disney enforces Universal is going to give you the honor system. Now, what I was impressed with was how well the honor system was working, because I... Can't remember a time that I looked to the left and right and saw a whole bunch of people take down their masks. Or I looked to the left and the right and people were just doing whatever the hell they wanted, right? Like it wasn't that. Now, were there one or two people probably doing it? Yeah. Are they trying to do it at Disney? Absolutely. The same people are trying to do it at Disney as well. Where I think Disney had a team and their cast members kind of out there being very proactive in having those conversations. If you stumbled upon a team member, they were absolutely going to check and remind you. But I felt like Disney has more of a proactive approach where Universal has a reactive approach with masks. Did I feel unsafe around that? No, I, I think because social distancing was really, really well done and I just wasn't around people very long. But if I saw someone without a mask, like I wasn't around them. I got away from them. So Take that for what it is, right? Um, I think once again, it's not that Universal did wrong or bad. I think they have a different approach where theirs is reactive, where Disney's is more proactive when it comes to kind of regulating mass wearing, and then team members. I, I I can't lie, guys. Like I love Universal team members. They were just so appreciative and so thankful and over the top and like. I talked about my experience and you can go back and listen to episode one of season three about my time in uh, at Disney where I felt like the cast members were overworked. I, I just felt like you could tell like they were thankful and they were doing their best they can do, but you could feel like, emo- like you could just feel that they, they were doing the best they could. And sometimes that led to really magical moments and some, it was just inconsistent. Sometimes I had times where cast members, had moments, but I was just like, I guess I aligned with them, and I was like, Man, this is a tough time to work in the business, so that's why I was really hard on cast members about it. But just the team members at Universal, like, it was just fantastically done. Um, they were super warm, super pleasant, super helpful. Um, it, like, they saw my little rig, and I don't have like a professional rig, but I have my phone with my like my speaker I mean my microphone and everything with my tripod and I'm like doing live streams and stuff like that and they were just like thank you so much for being here tell your friends like what can we do like it was just it, it was that attention to detail that made me just so impressed like me and Blair so many times when we'd stop and eat we would go somewhere we'd go shopping go to an attraction, like. Every the it was just consistently good everywhere we went from Cabana Bay to Islands of Adventure. It was just a solid, solid experience from all of the team members at Universal. And I know that they're going through a lot, just like our cast members are at Disney. And kudos and hats off to both groups of people. Y'all are making it happen. Like I, it's just amazing to me that inside of a pandemic. You're still bringing this energy and excitement. But Universal, hats off to y'all. Team members at Universal, I think they often, we don't think about them as much because obviously we talk about Disney and, and our love for Disney. But team members at Universal, like kudos. Great, great experiences all the way around. Every time I was there, it was just fantastically done. So thank you so much. And I thought you did, I just thought they did a great job. 100% from being entertaining from just being welcoming and warm uh, when they needed to approach and be stern. They were stern. Like, I I just thought they did a really, really good job. And me and Blair, every day, we walk away more and more impressed with team members from Universal. So from This Dad Does Disney, for all my Universal team members, kudos. Y'all are doing fantastic work. Thank you so much. Ten out of ten on this trip. It, It was fantastically done. So, what did Universal do poorly or could have done better? I should say better, right? Um, I wish they had a more proactive approach when it comes to masks. I love the approach they have with hand sanitizer and making sure things are clean. I thought that was extremely well done. But they need, like, I think Disney's figured that out that having a team of cast members like pretty much that's their job. They're walking around looking for situations where they can put themselves into and politely ask people to wear their mask and wear them properly. And where universal, and look, obviously furlough, cutbacks, layoffs, things like that can impact that because you may not have the workforce to do that. But I think if you can find a plan where you can be more proactive around putting, you know, making sure people are wearing their masks correctly, wearing them at the appropriate times and wearing them properly. I think that will put absolutely things at a better point in mind. I'll tell you this, what I think universal did extremely well during this trip was one cast members. I'm going to rave about y'all great energy, whatever is motivating y'all, whatever is keeping y'all strong. Y'all y'all have the, the secret sauce and y'all are doing a phenomenal job. Just, just so impressed with universal team members and thoughts and prayers. Obviously I know y'all are going through a tough time right now, but just fantastic experience overall. Just thank you. Thank you. Um, I love their ride queue approach. I love having team members there handing out Santa, uh, sanitizer. Wiping things down in front of you, keeping the queues clean, and then the bus strategy. I think that's really, really something that, yeah, it does take one spot off the bus. I understand that because I was kind of thinking about that. I was like, during peak time, you're taking a seat away, which might have longer wait times. But if you have restrictions at the hotels that you can only have X amount of people staying on property, it doesn't hurt as much. So I think there's some math that was done, obviously, before making that decision. But team members during peak times being on the bus to sanitize it per trip, per offload, I thought that was really, really smart by Universal. Not that that was really, really well done. So would I go back to Universal during a pandemic? The answer is yes. The same approach with Disney. Absolutely. I would absolutely go back and travel during this time. But you have to use common sense and you have to be mindful of what the environment is. You have to be ready to wear your mask. You have to clean your hands a lot of times. You have to make sure that you're obeying the rules that are put in by the CDC. You have to be respectful. You have to be patient, obviously, because there's... You like these people are working as hard as they possibly can during a pandemic. So if you're one of those people that explode pretty quickly, or you demand things, and you get super frustrated super fast, like please, like think about that before you go on vacation because the team members are doing everything they possibly can do to make this experience great for you. They want you to come back. They want you to tell your friends, Hey, we're doing an amazing job. So you can come and visit. They want that. That creates more jobs and revenue. So believe me, they're not trying to be mean or frustrating. They're trying to create a great experience. Um, But just think about all the precautions, but I wouldn't, it's, it's a couple more things on the checklist, of course, than a normal trip. But we've, we've been to Disney and universal now this year. And first off, we're all negative for COVID. Obviously we've taken great precautions. Um, We've done everything we possibly can to safeguard our kids when traveling. And it's been fine. And look, I know there's a lot of things out there with the pandemic and it's obviously a real thing. COVID is a real thing. We should take it seriously. 100%. But I really think that you need to, like, if you want to travel, you can travel during this time. You just have to be planful. You have to think ahead. You have to be extremely patient. And you just have to have plans in place. And I think that will help you have a successful vacation during a pandemic. So if it's Disney or Universal, both locations give my thumbs up on their safety precautions, the things they've put in place to keep not only their team and employees safe, but you safe as, as the customer and just come just be planful and be patient and you'll have a great time. So that's my opinion. What I want to know is your opinion. So where can you share your opinion at? Obviously Facebook, Facebook, this dad does Disney, go ahead and give me a like there. And please, I would love to hear more about your, your thoughts after these two podcast episodes, because there are, you know, obviously we've seen a ramp up in cases and things like that. I really want to know your perspective because that's exactly what I'm sharing with you right now, guys. It isn't, it's, it's what I have experienced and what I believe that does not make it factual. It does not make it truth and it does not make it You need to do exactly what I do, right? This is why Blair and I love what we do because we can go out in the fields and we can bring back this kind of stuff to y'all so you can make the best decision for you and your family. Because at the end of the day, it's a decision that you have to make together. Um, So Facebook, best place to find me. Obviously, Instagram, uh, Disney, Dads, that's D-A-S, a symbol. So Go check out there. We've been trying to post more there. Patreon. Oh, thank you so much to our new Patreons. Uh, Harper, I appreciate you here. uh Harper. Harper is my Christmas buddy, and I really do appreciate her coming through with a uh, subscription, uh, with uh, becoming a Patreon. For us, I really do appreciate it. And then John. John, I know you have a magical adventure coming up. I appreciate you becoming a Patreon for This Dad Does Disney. We really do appreciate it here. And I hope you and your family have a magical trip uh, at Disney and Universal. So have a good time, guys. Also, last quick thing to share is I'm going to be on. So this is a release on Friday. Monday, I'm going to be on. Uh, my favorite theme park on one of their episodes. They were recently on my last week episode. I'm going to be on their episode. Go give them a like, a follow, and a share, and a subscribe. Their podcast is super, super entertaining. If you like historical, strong women voices, just just fantastic f- fans of what, you know, obviously Wizarding World and uh, Disney, Just, just two great people, Linda and Robin. Like, go check them out. Really, really good listen. Uh, I have listened to him way before we collaborated. So the fact that they wanted to hang out with this old guy, like I really do appreciate it tremendously. But go give them a like, and then I will be sharing that information uh, when that episode drops for y'all to go listen to. So really do appreciate the support there. All right, guys. So with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in. Keep those beers cold until your dad has said hi. Have a good one.